It is the radio segment that wishes it was a little bit taller, but doesn't wish it was a baller. Mm. Laser Stories. A segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like every other radio show does, except we have a laser, and those other idiots don't. This first laser story is out of Guangdong, southeast China. A 26-year-old guy named Wang Wei went out drinking last week, and he got so drunk that for some reason he made a really stupid decision. Mm. Apparently... Wang wanted to stop himself from driving home drunk, so instead of giving his keys to one of his buddies or the bartender, he did the next best thing, and he swallowed them. Winner! Yeah. I'm hoping it's just like a key fob situation what? and not like but a traditional key. Since he was so drunk he didn't remember doing it, he just oh. knew that all of a sudden he was in a lot of pain. Oh. So he went to the hospital where doctors took an x-ray and saw there was a pair of keys inside of him. Oh. They had to perform surgery to get the keys out, and now he's recovering. Afterwards, as a joke, his family and friends came by to give him a get-well card, along with 10 different hide-a-key rocks to put outside <laughs> his place for next time he gets too drunk. Oh, that's good family and friends he right there. He swallows one of the rocks. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, not like that. This next laser story is out of Kingsport, Tennessee. Last year, the Tourism Bureau in Kingsport declared that it was the birthplace of the Long Island iced tea. Mm. The reason, well, there is a Long Island in Kingsport, and they say a bartender there invented the drink in the 1920s using maple syrup as an ingredient. Tasty. Really? Well, a bar on Long Island, New York, kind of jokingly took offense to what they said, and they said that they were the home of the Long Island iced tea, mm-hmm. which yeah. was invented there in the 70s, and theirs doesn't have maple syrup. Okay, Yeah. so when did it start, guys? Eventually, some bartenders from Kingsport and New York agreed to meet up in Maryland for a Long Island iced tea contest. It went down last week, and the bartenders from Tennessee won. How could anyone at a Long Island iced tea contest make it past, like, the second round? Like, I have a headache, and I'm blacked out all at the same time. Judges are just wasted. Unfortunately, since then, things have gotten ugly. The bartenders in New York just released a statement saying the contest was rigged, and they say the Kingsport Tourism Board picked the judges and fixed the whole contest so that they'd win. And now they're demanding an investigation and threatening possible legal action over a contestant that was, over a contest that was just supposed to be fun and a publicity stunt. Now they're actually mad, probably because they're still drunk on Long Island ICs and want to fight. They're angry drunks. This next laser story is out of Bothell, Washington. There's a 23-year-old guy named Eli Aldinger And last year, he was driving to work and intentionally drove his Toyota Camry into two people who were crossing the street. Oh, my God. What? That's horrible. Fortunately, both of the people he hit survived, even though he was going between 35 and 40 miles per hour when he hit them. Yeah, it wasn't even a situation where he was at a crosswalk. He's just like, if you don't, if you don't, at least move your shoulders to look like you're running. We've all thought that. You know, (laughs) but he's going between 35 and 40 miles an hour. And he even intentionally sped up as he saw them in the oh intersection. Ain't nobody got time for that. When officers arrived on the scene, they questioned Eli and asked him what happened. And that's when he told the police that he didn't intentionally so he could, quote, get out of going to work. <laughs> Wait, his, his, like, college sick plan was to hit pedestrians? Are yeah. you kidding me? I, fake a cough, man. What a horrible do what the job. rest of us do. Jeez, yeah, what do you do for a living? Yeah. I mean, I've thought of, like, driving into a freeway barrier Media or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I just want to, oh, if I could just crash the car right now. But never into people. I mean, Don't bring them into it. your sadness, yeah, you know? Yeah, you don't want to hurt others. Eli said that he worked in a school cafeteria and he hated the direction his oh, life had taken. He works with children? So his answer was to run over two people. <laughs> I'm 
hoping he's not working there anymore. He was in court last month and pled guilty to three different assault charges and was just sentenced to 14 years in prison. Whoa. Okay. Afterwards, a news reporter quipped saying, hasn't this guy ever heard of a sick day? Yeah. Seriously. At least he doesn't have to go to work now for 14 years, it sounds like. This next story is out of Boca Raton, Florida. A lot of world records are pointless, like a guy from Indiana who once broke 46 wooden toilet seats over his head in under one minute. Mm. Cool. But one that happened recently actually made the world a slightly better place. Oh. A bunch of scuba divers got together last weekend and attempted to break the record for the largest underwater cleanup. Oh, that's Double awesome. rainbow. Oh, my God. Oh, cool. They cleared trash from the ocean floor, and they all had to be in the water doing it at the same time to qualify. The previous record of 614 divers was set in Egypt four years ago, and they just topped it. So sad that that many people can be in the water at once and there's enough garbage for everybody to deal with. Oh, yeah, they can do this every day for years. Like, we didn't get it all, guys. Someone from Guinness was there, and the final count was 633 divers, so they beat it by 19. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen the official total yet for how much trash they cleaned up, but they were right next to a pier and pulled out about 1,600 pounds of fishing weights alone. So good for them for trying to help Mother Earth and also setting a record in the process. Yeah, that's awesome. This next laser story is out of food news. We all know about chain pizza places in America, but how much do we know about what happens when those chains head overseas? Well, Domino's in Japan just came out with a brand new menu item. It's called the New Yorker Pizza. Forget about it. All right. It's an extra large 16-inch pizza with over two pounds of cheese on top. Creamy. That's a lot. That's more than triple the amount of cheese on a normal 16-inch pizza. Whoa. Customers who've tried it say there's so much cheese that it takes them a few minutes to actually find the pizza through the cheese. (laughs) That doesn't sound good to me. No, it doesn't. And I like a cheesy pizza, but... Why are they doing it? It's possible that Domino's in Japan can get away with using that much cheese because pizza costs way more over there than it does here. They're selling these pizzas for 30 bucks each. $30 for one large Domino's pizza. And that sucks because now people are going to go to New York from Japan and think that that's what it's like out there. Right, that I need three pounds of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any New York Domino's that are smart, they'll start just charging 30 bucks now instead and make a good profit. They have a special going on right now where you can get two double New York pizzas with a total of four pounds of cheese for the low price of just $57. Oh, nice. Doesn't that defeat the purpose of ordering pizza? The whole reason is it's cheap. This next laser story is out of the wonderful world of woof. Does your dog ever give you those sad puppy eyes that just make you... Want to take him for a long walk? Yeah. Feed him a steak and pet him until your arm goes numb? Uh-huh. Well, apparently that's not an accident. I say that because a new study out of Duquesne University in Pittsburgh found that the sad puppy look is the result of tens of thousands of years of evolution. Hmm. The researchers believe that when dogs were domesticated about 33,000 years ago, some of them started figuring out that when they made that face, it helped them get what they wanted from humans. <laughs> Manipulation. Good job, doggos. So the muscles in their faces evolved to make it easier for them to make that facial expression to the point where it's now widespread. Ancient dogs didn't have those muscles, and wolves don't have them either. They just look pissed all the time. That's a good point. Yeah, they look mean. The researchers say, quote, You don't typically see such muscle difference in species that are so closely related, which means that dogs evolved those muscles for a reason, and that reason is to manipulate you. So don't let your dog do that anymore. Call him out for it. (laughs) I know what you're doing. Yeah, put up some boundaries. (laughs) This guy never has to use puppy dog eyes. Because he's a turtle. 
he doesn't have a he doesn't have dog face. And he just humps a shoe. So it's a lot different than a dog. That's the sound of a turtle humping a shoe. And that means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Friday.